Yeah, g'day, mate. You're listening to a Radio 191 FM podcast. According to the Ministry for the Environment, an estimated one-third of all the food produced globally is lost or wasted between farm and fork each year, which is the equivalent of 1.3 billion tonnes of food that is never eaten. Kiwi Harvest is a food rescue organisation which began in Dunedin and is a member of the Aotearoa Food Rescue Alliance. Along with other organisations in the alliance, they work with food businesses across the country to redistribute quality food that is unable to be sold for a variety of reasons, such as oversupply or simply nearing its use-by date. To date, Kiwi Harvest has rescued over 6,000 tonnes of food. Grace Clare is a PhD student at the University of Otago. Her area of research is looking into the social, economic and environmental impact that food rescue organisations have across Aotearoa. Grace believes that there is a concerning lack of awareness around the issue of food waste and food insecurity. Honestly, before I came to university, I didn't really know at all about the like, extent of the problem. Yeah, even just, I don't know, the whole awareness and knowledge of food waste is like kind of an issue as well you know like no one actually really understands and if they do understand then they might not have like tools to then be able to actually do something about it in New Zealand we know that like at the household level um in a year we waste like 1.7 billion dollars worth of like edible food which is massive considering um we have such a massive food insecurity issue in New Zealand Grace's research is the social evaluation of the impacts of food rescue. By measuring the environmental, economic and social impacts of these non-profit organisations, her research assesses their value, which could serve to help attract more investment or even just help the organisations themselves understand their own value in order to create more impact. And so we went out and we talked to 40 different stakeholders across three different organisations and like the feedback that we got from these people was kind of like if food rescue didn't exist, they would essentially starve or, um, you know, we would just have a massive food waste problem on our hands. And even like Countdown, they have literally a policy that every Countdown has to partner with a food rescue organisation to, I guess, you know, diminish the amount of food waste that's going to landfill. Yeah, which kind of just highlights the importance of them and yeah, kind of this integral role that they play without us even really knowing. Although food rescue groups have a positive impact on our food insecurity and food waste crisis, they are far from a be-all and end-all solution, and according to Grace, there must be wider recognition of the problem at hand to effectively solve these issues. Food rescue organisations are kind of these temporary fixes, like they're only this band-aid solution for this massive, like deeply ingrained systematic issue of food waste and food poverty, which just stems from way more complex issues. Um, so in an ideal world, food rescue wouldn't exist, um, because we wouldn't have any food waste or any people living in food insecurity, but unfortunately that's not the reality. And so for now, I think like food rescue organisations have played a really awesome role in New Zealand. Um, but yeah, it's a tricky one. Alongside sufficient awareness and investment into the issue, Grace believes that there is a lot that can be done on an individual level. Individually, you can make a really big impact and there's lots of little tips and tricks that you can do to reduce your food waste consumption. There's this like food waste hierarchy, so it's this upside down triangle, and essentially at the top is reduction and prevention. So anything you can do to actually reduce your food waste in terms of, you know, writing a list when you go to the supermarket or using up everything in your fridge before you go um, buy something else or, you know, eating your leftovers, just all these like little things that you can do to reduce 
your food waste and then it kind of starts to trickle down so we have like feeding people and feeding animals and that's kind of where food rescue comes into it and then it keeps going down and then it's like composting is very low down in the hierarchy like it's obviously like the very very bottom of the triangle is the landfill which is what we want to avoid but composting is only just above landfill you know so we've got there's all these like interventions that we're trying to achieve before we're getting to that point of cost composting not saying that composting isn't great the whole um circular economy idea of a circular economy keeping everything regenerative rather than linear as it is at the moment for a lot of things Last month, Environment Minister David Parker announced a three-pronged plan known as the Transforming Recycling Plan, which aims to solve the waste crisis in Aotearoa and help establish a more circular economy. Along with a national recycling system and a program to encourage bottle recycling, one of the plan's proposed changes was a curbside food scrap collection for all homes and businesses by 2030. According to Parker, food scraps make up a third of a typical household's rubbish each week and create greenhouse gas emissions once the food waste begins to break down in landfill. Adding that providing access to household curbside food scraps collections is a simple step to reduce emissions and return nutrients to the soil. The proposal to change Aotearoa's waste systems is currently in its consultation stage and submissions to the plan will close next week, Sunday 22nd of May at 11.59pm. Yeah, now Steve's, that was a Radio 191 FM podcast. You can find more of them at r1.co.nz forward slash podcast.